Cornerstone Conversations, having a chat with Neil and Matt. Hello everyone, welcome to Cornerstone Conversations, episode 48. Been a little bit disjointed lately, Matt. We've uh, been a bit sporadic in our podcast, but we're nearly up to number 50. Nearly? Yeah. Two more. Two more after this. Two more to endure. Yeah, (laughs) that's right. So next week, 49, hopefully. Yep. And then 50, maybe we'll do a special one at the front of the church or something. Yeah. Interview someone. Another live, live conversation. Live and exciting, unplugged. Maybe have some um, audience participation. Ooh, that sounds terrible. Yeah. (laughs) No, let's not do that. Some curly questions. Yeah, no, no. That's I just thought that through. (laughs) Let's (laughs) let's not do that. Well, Matt, we're just going to be chatting a little bit about entering into God's rest today. Um, Yep. I think like one of the things that uh, some Christians struggle with is that. I don't even know if they really believe that they are forgiven in a way. Um, they are always a little bit scared about their Christian life. So some of the people that I've spoken to, it's almost like today I'm a Christian. Tomorrow I've mucked up, so I'm not. I won't go to heaven. Um, and there's sort of no rest in their faith. They seem to be always on the edge. Like, does God actually really love me, I guess, is the the question they're asking. Um and they try so hard to get God's promises in their life by themselves without actually just relying on him to do the work. Mm. Yeah, so it's not a good way to live. I mean, we all, we probably all have sort of done that at times where we get a promise from God, we get a word from God, whatever it might be, and we might try and short-circuit the whole process so that we can get what we know God has promised us right now. Uh, but... That's not what we're meant to be doing. We're meant to be resting in him and allowing him to do the work in our life, I guess. Um, Obviously, we take steps and things like that, but it's more the, you know, I guess being able to trust God for the long haul. Yeah. Um, One of the things that I probably often think of is like someone waiting for their right person for their life, you know, and so what they'll do is they can't find the right one right now. They feel like they're running out of time, so they'll just sort of, take advantage of what's there you know and oftentimes it's not a christian Mm. um which is not really where god wants you to be so you end up disobeying god not listening to him and that's what i wanted to talk about on sunday three things that uh, we needed to to think about so that we don't actually do our own thing um, and that we can rest from our labor does that ever does that strike a note with you in any part of your life do you think yeah, definitely. I think you know there's there's a real there's a real challenge in being impatient in things like yeah. you know like just knowing um, you know the the things that you want to do with your life, the things that you you believe that God wants you to do with your life, mm. and and wanting all of that stuff to happen right now, and at times being impatient in that, and and trying to trying to do things in our own strength. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and getting to a place where, you know, you, you've got to have all of this stuff that God's put on your heart right now rather yep. than waiting for his timing. And, and you know, I think you talked about uh, that a little bit in, on Sunday in terms of your journey mm. um, and, and pastoring a church and how you felt like God was putting on your heart to pastor a church at 19, but you didn't actually have a church until you were 40, you know, and mm. there's that 
you know, you can look at that and you can see God's timing in that and the way that he prepared you and, and all of that kind of thing. And I think, you know, probably similarly in, in my walk, yep. um, more that I was sort of almost pushed into, into this sort of ministry. Um, but knowing that that's what God had set aside for me, but it wasn't something I went out and pursued. But, yeah. um, you know, there's, there's things that, you know, in terms of our worship ministry here at church, mm. like God really put on my heart that we'd be a, we'd be a, a ministry that would be producing our own worship songs and stuff like that. And, and that's been a, a journey over a long time. Yeah. Um, and we're, we're seeing the fruit of that now. And, it was a process of patience. You know, yeah. I we wouldn't be able to do what we're doing now had I tried to do what God had put on my heart 10 years ago. Yeah, that's right. You know? and, yeah, because there, there is that tendency to push, like, yeah. push, push, push. And look, sometimes you have to do it. Like, God's like, do it now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think like even with the church itself and Lifehouse and things, so we've been, mm. what, around yeah, for about true. 13 to 15 years? Maybe yeah, it's 15 years 15. this year. Fifteen, I think. Yeah. yeah, it's quite quite a decent amount of time. And God sometimes puts a dream in your heart that you don't see mm. for many, many years because He has to put things in place and organize people and all those sorts of things. Um, and it's easy to get frustrated or push and then fail because you push too hard. And I think I gave the example of uh, Abraham, yeah, and Sarah. You know, yeah. like seventy-five, promised a kid, uh, wasn't happening. So in his eighties, him and Sarah decided well we'll get the slave to to have a son for us mm. and that happened but it was actually a disaster yeah. and and actually in hebrews the verses that we looked at not the ones we actually looked at but in hebrews the book uh, talks about the the son of the free woman and the son of the slave and it's basically comparing that to the law and to grace and mm. which is a little bit what this is talking about that there's no rest in trying to achieve something without without it being a gift from God because it's yep. just it's all hard work. Yeah. Yeah. And and a lot of Christians struggle with that. They're not they're not content mm. to wait. Um yep. and it says by faith through patience we inherit the promises. Yeah. 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 And to see, and to see that happen too, like I just just thinking about, you know, when you when you want something to happen and you push really hard and it's hard work and most of the time it doesn't work. And then when yeah. God's in it you know, it's still hard work, but you you stand back and you think, how did how did that happen? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Like, it's a miracle, right? A, absolutely miraculous intervention that in our own strength we can't do it. And so it's finding that that ability just to sit, you know, sit in that rest that God has for us and, yeah. and to trust that he's going to do what he needs to do. And, yep. you know, rest doesn't mean that it's, you know, resting in God doesn't mean that it's not going to be hard. yeah. That's well. right, but it's funny the journey is graced, yeah. And um, I think like what we're going to look at now, which is from Hebrews chapter four, yeah. And I've I've sort of gone one to sixteen, so basically the whole chapter. But there's only a few verses. I just want to pick a few things out of because it's not that hard in terms of um, the steps that we need to take. And basically, the first step is one: remember that it's God's promise of entering His rest, like. He's got it for us. And so if God's promising it, then yeah. that's what we need. And yeah. a lot of the time, I don't think we believe that. You know, we, we still want to do the work. 
Yeah. Whatever it might be. Yeah. So, um, and and the fact is that that was promised to us by God. Um, and we've got to be careful because Paul, uh, the writer of Hebrews, sorry, said that we ought to tremble with fear that some of you might fail to experience the rest of God. And that's what I hate seeing when a Christian does not rest. It's like, it's a horrible life, you know. It's mm. like, wh- why is it we would be trembling in fear that we wouldn't enter into that, do you reckon? What, it's, what? It, well, it's a, it's a self-reliance. Mm. It's, it's trying to do everything in our own strength and not, not putting the trust in God, putting, putting our faith in God and the promise that he's made that we're going to enter into it. You know, like yeah. it's, again, it's that, it's that trying to do everything in your own strength. Mm. You know, you can't, you know, well, you can. Yeah, you can. Absolutely, you can. But it has no you'd blessing. Be, you'd, be, you'd be crazy too. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. it. And that's like the thing is that we can often get the stuff, mm. but it's got no blessing with it. And it and it and it's bitter. You yeah. You know, like it, it always ends bitter. Yeah. Um, yeah. So first of all is that remember it's God's promise, this rest. It's not something yeah. that we shouldn't have. God's promise that we, he wants us to enter into a rest with him. Uh, the second thing is that we fail to listen to God. Yep. And so we're not sharing the faith of those who listen. This is in direct um, uh, reference to entering into the promised land, the Israelites going there, and they sent the 12 spies in to, to spy out the land. Ten mm. came back and said, we can't do it. Two said, yep. we can. Yep. They had the faith of God. Yeah. But what happened was those people listened to the ones who didn't listen to God. So they didn't share the faith of Joshua and Caleb who went in, and it was like, we can do this. Mm. God's on our side they decided they're going to listen to those who didn't believe in God. Yeah. And I think for us, that's really important because there is no doubt when you step out in faith, people are going to mock you Yeah, and say it can't be done. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, there's that, there's the key in there is, is listening to God. Yeah, you know, I think exactly there's, right. We're so quick to listen to all the voices of everyone. And that's what happened with the spies, you know, yeah. the, you know, everyone sort of jumped on what everyone was saying rather than listening to what God was saying. Yeah. And, you know, how how do we how do we make sure that we're actually listening to God and not listening to to those voices of other people or, or whatever mm. it is? And I was actually just reading something this morning about, you know, just just making sure that we're giving God that time to actually listen to Him. You know, yeah. we're, we live in a society where it's just jump from one thing to the next thing to the next thing and we we don't often give God that time to to speak to us to quieten our own thoughts you know to yeah. be still yes and know that he is God yeah and 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 wait for him to to speak to us through his word and and yeah. in our in our quiet time and all that kind of stuff that's right um and and the part of that is not not pursuing a promise but pursuing the promiser yeah and that's how you listen yeah, because yeah, because a lot of the time we go to prayer and we've either got a list of things that we want God to do mm. or we're asking for a list of things for us to do yeah rather than can we chill together God yeah in a way you know yeah. can you just impart who you are to me yeah um and so that's not very restful at all and right. you know Corinthians challenges us second Corinthians about don't be yoked with an unbeliever and that's what we do is we we whether or not they're a Christian so obviously there's you know, an unbeliever who doesn't believe in God at all, mm. um, we shouldn't be yoked with that either. Like in, in other way, in other words, when we're making our relationships or that are strong, we should be um, 
not teaming ourselves up with that. But we can do that in Christian work as well, where yep. we actually yoke ourselves to someone's doubt. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we don't want to do that. Now, the last one there, very simple. They failed to enter to the rest because they disobeyed God. Yeah. Yep. There might be a bit of noise, guys, from my mower outside. Yeah. No, that's all right. <laughs> no, but the, um, you know, again, it's, it's that impatience, I think. Yeah, you know that can be a real, a real um, challenge of of you know wanting wanting all of the promises of God and got to have it right now and yeah. and I have to do everything that I can possibly do in my strength and in my power to get access to that and that's yeah. you know, again that's just it never works never works this you is going to get very loud isn't it is it, it is going to get loud <laughs> what a what a blessing it is to have have someone who comes and. And mows the lawn here. He's Absolutely. up there time to mow the lawn. <laughs> and uh, we'll just lovely, lovely background, <laughs> background music. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's natural. It is. This is raw. It is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So disobedience, it, it's like, yeah. you know, we, we sometimes don't enter the rest because we don't want to obey what God says because it's sometimes hard. Yeah. We, we, we think, again, it's that shortcut thing, you know, well, you know, God says to wait. God says to act certain ways, say certain things, but I'm just not going to do that. And so we don't actually enter into the rest of God. Mm, mm. Yeah, the last point really was that we have to remember also that Jesus understands. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And I think that's, again, that's a that's a really key key thing in, in everything is is knowing that God understands exactly yep. where we're at. Yep. Um, you know, he experienced all of those, those same things that we we go through and understands the weaknesses that we have yeah um and so why wouldn't you put your faith in him yeah you know that's it um and that's the beauty of jesus like um god like the bible says god cannot be tempted with sin Mm. and he doesn't tempt anyone else so here we are trying to live out our christian life well how do you understand god you don't even get tempted so god came in flesh through his son jesus yeah and he got tempted in every way as we were, yet he did not sin, the Bible says. And, you know, that that's who we rest in now. He mm. died. He's our high priest, according to this. In other words, he represents us to God. Yeah. And we are righteous because of him. So what we want to do is make sure that we run boldly into that throne room of our gracious God and we'll receive his mercy. We'll find grace to help us when we need it the most. And that's the rest. Yeah. That it's Jesus who did the work. Yeah. Yeah. That's about it, Matt. Yeah, no, it's good. I just like that going boldly into the throne room. You know, like yeah. just what do you what do you do in the throne room? You know, it's not about about what we we do or the things that we have to achieve, but just being in the presence. Yeah, you know, and and it's there. Yep. That we receive His mercy. It's there we enter into His rest. Yeah, just, and and often we'll run away from that place yeah. if we feel like we've failed. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And he's sure. saying, stop it. Yep. Stop trying to hide. Run yep. to me. Yep. Yep. Perfect. Fantastic. Thanks, Matty. No worries. Thanks, mate. See ya.